0: This week, we bring you some interviews from the Huntsville Ham Fest vendors and other well-known amateur radio operators as we meet them and the other updates. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome to the Ham Radio Guy. If you like this podcast, hit that subscribe button in Apple Podcasts and follow me on Twitter for the latest updates. Today, we visit with Project Development Kits with FaZe Doc, and we have Chris here uh, with Phase Doc uh, KQ4ABJ, and uh, tell us a bit about what your project is. Sure, we've developed, a, It's a. we call it a project development kit. Yes.
1: It's a way to accelerate projects that use Arduinos or Raspberry Pis. And essentially the way we describe it is, Marty, would you hold that for me for a second? Okay. We describe it as Legos for electronics. And what we do is we have these spiffy little adapters. They have fixed feet and they have spring feet. And once you mount your components on that, you can set it down into this base it snaps in that way you can arrange everything exactly right it stays until you're ready to uh, take it apart and then that way you can wire the whole thing up carry it around we have a cover snaps on now it goes right into the backpack and then we've also added storage underneath
0: Wow, that's a really slick and and small kit. Uh, What are some of the examples that someone could build with these type of projects uh, on these different projects boards using the Raspberry Pi, which is a pretty popular little tool for a lot of ham radio operators.
1: It sure is. There's a lot of software-defined radio out there. Um, And so uh, Raspberry Pi is great for a lot of things that require an actual computer uh, because that's really what it is. Arduino, being a microcontroller, is good for a lot of other projects like automation and that sort of thing. So those are kind of the two paths that we tell people exist in this kind of space.
0: Sure, so this is taking the Raspberry Pi and our Arduino system, combining them and making them a component to be, maybe you want to create an SDR radio or something like that. Absolutely, right. Um, and is there displays with this as well that uh, people can get readouts or, or information from on, on like a small screen Is it part of the toolkit?
1: Well, really what we tell people is We're completely agnostic about the electronics that you bring. So whatever electronics you have, you can mount them. We've had people mount encoders and displays of all different kinds of sizes. I don't say that you can mount anything, but almost anything you can put on this system.
0: Sure, so if you wanted to have uh, some type of uh, readout uh, showing your, your voltage or your time, exactly. uh, your call sign, whatever it might be, you can produce that and, and get that type of screen coming out. We actually have an example of that right here. Um, now our viewers are not going to be able to see that, but yep, uh, definitely kind of give a small... <laughs> but to
1: d- just to describe it here, what we've got is an Arduino underneath, and then it's got a display with uh, interactivity on it. These buttons are built in, so you, could, you can create a, a display, very simple, or much more complicated, like a TFT, uh, something like that.
0: Really, the sky's the limit on what you put in the system. Okay, and you're simply running this little kit uh, on a little... Uh, Eight five thousand milliamp power bank and, exactly. and, and a USB and you can set that display to say whatever you want it to say absolutely so right. this is completely portable right here
1: um, so it, it really just lets you it frees you whatever your imagination can can come up with we can pretty much make it happen here so that you can carry it around
0: take it out into the field with you So, are these kits primarily designed for clubs to help teach people how to do electronics uh, or or maybe even educational institutions, you know, schools, uh, things like that, to get started in in an electronics field, uh, showing the basics of, of how it works? what we tell people is we really have kind of three paths
1: in our in our market we've got makers and engineers we've got stem education and then we got commercial industrial okay. And really a big push is on the educational side either with
0: the club level or in schools anywhere from middle school up to uh, entry level university sure so this type of thing would probably be really good for some of the ham radio grants that are out there if people want to get into education and teaching either their members in the club or, or creating a stem system uh, you know and, and getting into into schools and teaching a little bit of education, this is a, this would probably qualify for the SNAP grant information because it is the education world Absolutely. that we can, we can push from that grant side. Yep. Um, We've actually developed uh, some curriculum
1: to help people teach uh, principles of electricity, discrete electronics, and microcontrollers, so we can kind of help with that process as well.
0: That's awesome. That's good to know. Um, and, and what does roughly a, a project board uh, run or, or, you know, cost in, in that terms for if a person was just interested in saying, so, yeah, I'd like to be able to get electronics, but I don't really know what I'm doing. And maybe something I could tinker and play with and, and look at purchasing. and Absolutely. So what we tell people is the best place to start is what we call our starter kit.
1: Makes sense. And that includes a base and enough adapters to make a, uh, a challenging, meaningful project like the one we have in front of us, which I know they can't see. see? <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) But um, it's still, that's that's really the starting point, and that's uh, right at $50 there. And so it kind of goes up and down from there, depending on what you want to add or or take away.
0: So a very reasonable uh, entry-level cost-effective starter kit, for sure. We think so. Okay, that's great. And um, how would uh, someone find you, or or where can they go get these type of uh, devices and and platforms? Absolutely. So we're on the web. Uh, You can just Google Phase Doc
1: P-H-A-S-E. New word, D-O-C-K, and we're at phasedoc.com. And if you will just Google us, you'll take it right there. We sell online. Everything we build is made in America. We design and manufacture
0: ourselves. Okay, And if, there are any, if they need like, any type of assistance or help with that, is it something you guys can reach out and support a little bit? Absolutely. I mean, we, uh, we're very, very responsive. We can actually not only
1: offer uh, technical support, but we've actually built uh, some custom things. We've got a very active user community that designs components. We're okay. open sourcing this as much as
0: possible, so we, we're very interactive with our customers. That's awesome. Uh, well, I appreciate your time today, Chris, and thank you for uh, giving us a little bit of education about the PhaseDoc system. And hopefully we'll uh, you know get some people to reach out to you and, and learn a little bit more about what you offer. So thank, thank you, you for so being much. here at Huntsville Hamfest today. Appreciate you stopping in. Thank you. Have a great day. Again, uh, this is Chris with Phase Doc here at uh, Huntsville Hamfest. Uh, we appreciate it and uh, well, thank you for listening. And we'll uh, move on to our news. And from the News Desk, the International Space Station upgrades amateur radio operations. The amateur radio in the International Space Stations can now do voice repeater and digital operation communications. The voice repeater, using a Kenwood TMD710GA, is in the Columbus module and APRS operations from identical radio in the Z- Zvezda module say that uh, spelling Z-V-E-Z-D-A the packet operations are on 145.825 it uses the call sign of NA1SS and the packet side is RS0 ISS the International Space Station Is a cooperative venture of international amateur radio societies and space agencies that support the ISS and of course if you are part of AMSAT or doing satellite operations this is obviously a nice upgrade for those that partake in that in other news the ARRL welcomed the director of information technology his name is Steve Berry. N1EZ, to the new position of Director of Information Technology. And Steve comes to us from New Hampshire. He is uh, responsible for the overall strategic and operational IT functions and continuous evaluation and execution of processes, systems, applications, infrastructure. And so uh, welcome, Steve, to the ARRL, and hopefully that... Uh, you know, with websites and other things that uh, the upgrades that has done, that this will be a uh, a good step forward. Other things is amateur radio in the news during this time. Um, there's everybody's talking about the Maui ham radio operators' worldwide communication exercise as one of the uh, stories for the week, and. Then we also have the uh, girl eight years old chats with an astronaut on the amateur radio station. And then, of course, we still have the ARRL podcast schedule as well that you can always find on the ARRL website. And then a new book that has come out, the ARRL introduced the third edition of Get on the Air HF with Digital by Steve Ford, which is a very good book and c- covers on how to set up and operate your own HF digital station. He makes this fairly easy, including uh, using modes such as WSJTX, Vera, and JS8 Call, which are all very popular. So that brings us to a conclusion for the news this week. A few hamfests that were just ahead. or I'm sorry, not hamfest. Uh, radio sport a contest. Uh, some of the things that we'll see. Is like the North American QSO party from August 20th to 21st, as well as uh, some digital contests for like the AWL Rookie Roundup on the 21st and RTTY, and then the Run for the Bacon QRP contest using CW, and of course, the big one that we always know of, the August 23rd, the Worldwide Sideband Activity Contest using phone. Um, so, those are your upcoming uh, radio sport events. And that is all we have for this week. We want to thank you for joining the ham radio podcast. We'll take a moment for a word from our sponsor. Support for the ham radio guide podcast is provided by club gear online. They offer a unique selection of customizable items, including graphic design services and amateur radio apparel. They are the go-to company for our club. And anytime I'm looking for a new ham radio shirt, To support those who support the amateur radio community, visit clubgearonline.com today.